Welcome to Elements of Styles, the business podcast that trades in scarce thinking for community, conversation, and ideas in abundance. Each week, I, Mark Styles, sit with professionals and entrepreneurs, both local and global, and learn how they each add value to their communities, their partners, and their teams. Please enjoy. Hey, welcome back to Elements of Styles. Today, we're going to collaborate with The Dr. Joe Show, of which I'm a co-host. This was an amazing episode, and I really wanted to share it with you in case you hadn't already heard it. Please enjoy. Mm, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. And now in studio, our guests, guests. Bernie and Silka Heine. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome, folks. Would you, I mean, it's incredible what, what you guys are doing, right? There's the holistic medicine and nutrition. It's really holistic nutrition, right? But then there's also the social coaching and and inspiring people to be their best. And, and you guys have so much synergy between the two of you. Who wants, would you please start there? Tell us what, you, tell us about who you are and why you do what you do. Thank you, and thank you for having us here, uh, Joe. Um, My name is Silke Heine, and uh, I'm the owner of Simplify Holistic Nutrition Consulting, which is a consulting business in the Norwell Athletic Club at NAC Hmm. um, in Norwell on Route 53. And uh, I help clients to um, eat a healthier diet, but not just for a short term, but really to change lifestyle. And... How, how to, look, just, you know, I am on the I diet right now, a modified I diet. How do you help, Silke, how do you help people who have maybe lost their way when it comes to their, their bodies, maybe even their souls, their spirit, and then you, you help them change their lifestyle? Yes. So I um, use a blood test in my practice that is very popular. I've been specialized on researching and finding more um, between the relationship between inflammatory responses in the body and food. So I use a blood test that is called the food inflammation test from KBMO Diagnostics and uh, that is very popular. I have local clients who uh, want to look into these food sensitivities that have an inflammatory response and I have national clients but i also have international clients well but but so let, explain a bit about the inflammatory response then, and mm-hmm. how does that influence who we are and our diet maybe or, or the way we're thinking well inflammation is a large topic in health right now 78 percent of all uh, chronic conditions are rooted in low-grade inflammatory responses and um, with that being said food has a huge impact on that and we are there is something like an anti-inflammatory diet that I preach and teach to my clients when they come to my (coughs) office. But then there's also this bio-individual piece that I am able to luckily um, cover with this food inflammation blood test that I use. So this is really interesting, really interesting, because the inflammatory response is the biological domain of I am. Right. Right? I mean, this is our body responding, thinking that there's something dangerous. Right? I mean, isn't yes. that what inflammation yeah. is? Inflammation is, is our body's response saying, whoa, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. I've got to mobilize myself to fight it off. So tell me about the test. What do you, what do you actually look for? 
So we look for an inflammatory response to 132 foods, additives and extracts, which is very cool. Um, that is, I don't want to be too medical, that really shows how your body reacts to um, or is sensitive and forms these inflammatory responses. And inflammatory responses could be an eczema forming, dermatitis forming, acne forming, um, arthritis forming, muscle aches, um, and then of course this huge topic of gastro gastrointestinal imbalances. So um, stomach pain, uh, chronic diarrhea, uh, chronic constipation, and the list is long. That's incredible. And the inflammatory response is part of the stress response, right? I mean, there's a, there's a cortisol component to it because that's part of how we have evolved. We want to mm -hmm. fight off danger, sure. right? So, you know, remember a million years ago, if we were bitten by a saber-toothed tiger, we actually increased our immune response to ward off germs and, and other, you know, infecting agents. So, okay, so now let, let's just take a sample patient. You got a, a, a client comes to you. Yep. And they've taken their blood test. Mm -hmm. First of all, why why they've come? Are they they're overweight or they're depressed or why are they why are they um, coming to you? Really, any kind of scenario that they feel they probably feel stuck and they also feel helpless. Mm. Some are feel that they um, they need to see it and to use a tool to step forward in another direction, and they have not been able to. Um, to surround themselves with the lifestyle changes they are looking for. So then they come and uh, invest into the blood test or they, um, or um, I see a lot of young women and have seen a lot of students over the summer where the parents feel they want to give their children a tool to work with to move fo forward, being more independent and healthier. Um, that is one piece or um, weight loss is a huge topic, of course, um, in nutrition. Uh, that, uh, but I also I see most of my clients do have some kind of inflammation, and they feel lost and hopeless, and they are looking beyond the medical community that they have tried to find their answers in, but they want to do something different, or they take the initiative to try something by themselves, and they want to take over and change. And then how do you guide them with this? Well, once I have the test results, so I have a nurse that comes to my office. I work as the head nutritionist for KVMO Diagnostics, and they provide me with a nurse. And um, then uh, we do a blood draw, and I receive the test results. I have a team of currently 14 people um, creating meal plans for wow. their patients worldwide under my guidance. And then we... Um, sit down with these test results and the meal plan and um, look into what I recommend for them to do from there, depending on the severity of the symptoms they have um, and how um, strict I ask them to create change. So there may be a lot of people out there who really are looking for this sort of help. How, how would they get in touch with you? They can call me. In my office, I okay. also have a website, um, simplifyholisticnutrition.com, and uh, my phone number is um, is added on the site. Okay. Or some also just uh, text or email me through my website. Before we before we come over to Bernie for a sec, I, I just want to spend a little more time on this. Okay, so give me an example. What what would show up in this in this blood test? You, you have an inflammatory response to. <laughs> 
asparagus, strawberries. Okay. So okay, it's not just so. So a let's lot start of with asparagus. Okay. I love that. Yes. So so I. I have an inflammatory response to asparagus. Yes. Does that mean that every time I eat asparagus, something it, will happen to me? Yes, and the blood test covers about a time frame of maybe two hours after you ingested something, depending on the speed of your metabolism and the age, um, maybe up to five days. So an inflammatory response builds. So it's not just if somebody, for example, has dermatitis, um, could be depending on where they are at in their age and severity of uh, illness that they could have a response in let's say 36 hours wow. so now going going back once people have the test results it's really um, helpful for them to look back at it and understand better why they have what they have some people live with chronic migraines or chronic headaches and then they can pinpoint to and it's not all about gluten I mean gluten is bad in the press but it's but it's not all about gluten and not the whole world is gluten sensitive yeah. so um, there are other people some people are so sensitive to eggs and now eggs are very popular again um, and uh, it's it doesn't what works for one doesn't work for the other and this is really the piece that I try to work with my clients with well I can tell you certainly in in my world we're looking at addiction uh, there is now a large body of evidence that there is an inflammatory response in the brain that may be contributing to people's addictions. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. And that's where something called glial cells come in, which are, you know, the, this 90% of our brain are glial cells, and nobody really thinks about them. They think about neurons as running the brain, but it's not. So that is it's just... So what really initially causes the inflammation then? Well, if, if we knew that, we probably would be able to put signs up in the liquor stores. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're gonna have an inflammatory response to vodka, mm -hmm. so pick the tequila. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, this is not, this is not just do it, folks. Going yeah. back to night. So talk, so, so talk about that for a second. So, the the drug causes the inflammation, therefore creates the addiction, or there's a inflammation that helps them make the wrong choices. We think, that we think maybe the latter, that really? there's, there's some inflammatory response that the body is in, you know, more, more vulnerable to wanting to, to use. Well, and don't you have sometimes uh, clients who have had like migraines chronically and they're just yes. searching for a solution and doesn't that often? Well, I'm talking about your, um, your um, really uh, field of, um, research that you have done joe um depression anxiety for example not just addiction mm -hmm. but um and with somebody who is an, an addict it would be from that's not what i can do but um but depression anxiety for a lot of these young teenagers out there that come and see me they start feeling better immediately yeah so yes if it triggers an inflammatory response mm. if uh food triggers an inflammatory response and so um and that influences the brain that's a hormone response that's right but um but also um uh, talking about alcohol i mean alcohol turns into sugar and right. sugar causes inflammation in everybody right really interesting stuff so there's the inflammatory response but then then there's bernie's work which right. is also you know fascinating stuff because <laughs> 
there are also other things that hold us back in life, right? Not just mm. our inflammatory response. Yeah. So tell us about what you're doing. Oh, thank you very much, Joe. So I, uh, nine years ago, I started uh, professional business coaches, uh, and we now have uh, there's four of us now as coaches in my firm, and we really help business owners and executives. Um, uh, you know, we really help the business owners and executives. Uh, achieve uh, success in their lives. We help them to uh, uh, work less and earn more, we often mm. like to say, you know, to make uh, life better again. A lot of people are in business uh, uh, because they had a particular passion about a, a specific area. Maybe they started out as a plumber or electrician, or maybe they worked at a large uh, large firm and left to start their own uh, independent operation in marketing or in law or in insurance. Uh, we have clients in uh, many, many different industries, and uh, uh, but a lot of people are, uh, haven't necessarily been schooled on all aspects of running a business. So they know their mm -hmm. craft very well, but do they know about marketing, about sales, about human resources, which is probably the m number one issue that comes up is people, right? A company is a group of people. So right. how do we manage those people? How do we hire them? How do we develop them? How uh, you know? How do we move them through the organization? Uh, and that's where, where we really coach the uh, executives or the business owners, helping them be more effective at, uh, at running their businesses and uh, from really all aspects. That's really the definition of a business coach is we're looking at, you know, a business very holistically. So it's not just, you know, how, how you make your bookends. Mm -hmm. It's really how you, it's, it sounds like how you build a team. A lot of it is team building, yes. And wh so we, we work, uh, the primary part of our business is a one-on-one -on -one coaching where we are working with the business owner or the CEO of a company. But that often takes us to facilitating a strategic planning offsite meeting or facilitating a team building exercise. And then that often also brings us into training where we will do leadership training or sales training. I license a lot of different products in very, uh, uh, very sophisticated products that we uh, take advantage of in our practice to uh, to help our clients. So, so give me an example of one of those. So, the CEO comes in. Let's g give me a business example that would drive somebody to mm. come to you, mm. and then how would you manage it? Yeah, that, oh, thank you very much for that. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, Great example is a client I was just with uh, uh, very recently where the CEO uh, wrote to me early on uh, that he was just struggling with where he was and he wanted to actually retire right now. He wanted to quit the company because he was so frustrated. He had grown the business from zero to 70 employees and he was still in many ways running it like he was the first employee there. So he was mm -hmm. way too involved with too many of the aspects of the daily operations and it was hard for him to delegate and give up pieces. So I worked with him for quite a while to get him to uh, uh, better un use his staff, train people. We did a lot of team building exercises. I helped, I facilitated several offsite meetings with him and his team. And uh, five years later, he retired from the business and was very happy to keep going for those years. And now I'm actually coaching his successor in the business and was just at a uh, team building exercise with them for a half a day uh, last week. So was part of it that he, he either couldn't delegate or he didn't trust that people would do the job mm -hmm. as well as he would? 
It, uh, trust is an interesting word you bring up. Yes, a lot of times people believe that because they're the one that's that can do it the best, that they should be the ones to do it. Mm. And in actual fact, we uh, we need to trust our people, train them to, so that they do it. And and even if they can't do it as well as we can, if we never give them the chance, they'll never get as good as we are. Right. So, or they may come up with with a new approach, an right. even right. better way to do it if you right. delegated it right. exactly. And that's yeah. and that. That mm. also is the I am. Mm. The I am is about respect, mm. right? Respecting what people do. Mm. Respect is what leads to value, which mm. is what everybody wants, and it's value that leads to trust. Yes. And trust actually uh, is oxytocin, a neurohormone in the brain that reduces mm. stress, which can reduce the inflammatory response as well. So, this here we are. Yes. We're tying the two mm. of you in. So, <laughs> so you you. Sometimes you, do you, coaching, you, don't you? You, you, you? I mean, think about well. It's how, an how amazing. It's to, a fascinating industry, know? right? I mean, how, how long has it been going on that people have been business coaches? I mean, it, it <laughs> has it been very long. It has not. No, actually, Michael Gerber uh, wrote the book called The E Myth oh. about twenty-five years ago. One of my which, favorites. Oh, thank you. Yeah, which which uh, I use with most of my clients yeah. I give them that book when we first get started and uh, he pretty much launched the business coaching aspect there has been life coaching uh, much uh, earlier mm, but yeah. business coaching is really the connection of of um, personal coaching so helping people be more personally effective and also business effectiveness so it's the it's the connection of the two is what we do in business coaching because sometimes mm -hmm. the issues are leadership like we were just talking about a delegation issue or maybe it's communication style or a lot of self-awareness uh, emotional intelligence a lot of times those are the issues holding people back but sometimes it's just their lack of knowledge of processes and right. marketing and sales and human resources and so as a business coach we kind of work on both sides. And one of the things that Michael Gerber uh, points out uh, in his book is that uh, as a business owner, we really have three hats. And it's that uh, it's not being aware that we actually wear three completely different hats. And one is you're the entrepreneur, the visionary, the person who has all the big ideas. Uh, also, you have to be a manager which is you have to be able to delegate work and manage people and get the team to work together as one. And then the third thing is we are often the technician, uh, which is the person actually doing the work. And many people start out as a technician and have a really hard time moving to the other mm, levels. Right. Or they'll start out as a visionary and never really understand that the other parts are important right. also, and they don't put the processes in place. So we have to recognize where we are when, where our strengths lie, mm -hmm. and which of those roles we should really be doing, and what are the ones we need to give up to others. Hmm. And give them up we shall. Yes. So it's funny because, you know, in most colleges and grad schools and MBA programs, they don't teach you everything. Right. So a lot of people go in very good at one thing mm -hmm. and run into the wall. So mm -hmm. we've noticed the... Uh, um, the advent of these business coaches. But mm. I, my, my question is, is, what is the difference between a business consultant, executive coach, business mm. coach? There are a lot of different terminologies mm. for, mm. for the space. Yeah, coaching, uh, we say, lies in the middle between therapy and consulting. Uh -huh. mm. right? So on the one hand, like uh, all the way at the one end, a therapist is really analyzing your past, trying to understand the root causes of where you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the other hand, a consultant on the other end of the scale is 
giving you the answer, yeah. right? The, uh, you hire a consultant because you don't have the staff to create a marketing plan or a new pro I'm working with a client right now on a, uh, mm. uh, finding a consultant to help them with a product strategy. They couldn't afford to hire the person they need of the caliber right. to do the work full-time, so we hire somebody part-time, come yep. in, deliver a product. That's what a consultant does, right? Therapist, all the way on the other end, is analyzing sort of the past. In, in the uh, in the, uh, the, the uh, coach is in the center, and so we take people as they are today and look at their strengths and try to help them move forward through a lot of questioning. The Socratic method is very yep. strong in coaching, hmm. but we don't generally cross the line into being consultants and tell them how to do it. But although sometimes as a business coach, we will err on that side when they're really a little bit lost and we say, here's a template, here's a way to do it, follow this methodology, yeah. it will most likely help you. But people like the ideas they came up with themselves the best. Right. So our success is more when we ask questions and get people to recognize what the right answer is. Because most of the time they had the right answer all along, they just weren't sure of it. And so through us discussing it, a lot of times the, uh, the light bulb goes mm -hmm. on and they say, now I get it, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh -huh. And then they're more committed to the idea when it came from them, as opposed to I say, hey, this is what you should do. Right. And they do, they, they immediately the response, right, right don't should on don't me. Don't should on me. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you like yeah. that? Yeah. 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 yeah, I also tell people, don't should on yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, I should do this, I should do right. this, I should, I'm, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And it's the other way around. It's what are all the things you're good at? Let's talk about your strengths. Yeah. Well, you guys Let's maximize are, those. We're thinking, well, there must be some people in business who are under a lot of stress. <laughs> Uh, may have, without realizing it, an inflammatory response. So how do the two of you work together? So I often uh, have clients who come my way and say, well, I would love to do all of what you recommend, but I also my life is so busy and my business work day is so crazy. I'm a business owner and I don't know. I really need also some help in that restructure my business life so that I can have free some time, go to the supermarket and create, cook my own foods and everything that I recommend. So I have Bernie's cards on my desk and I <laughs> hand them out quite frequently. That's great. I would think those would <laughs> web easily together. Yeah. Thread. I mean, stress. Absolutely. Business. And kind of go hand in hand a little bit. I, I don't, you know, but Mark is a Mark Styles of Styles Law. And so he has a law firm right here in Marshfield uh, and you do a lot of real estate. Correct. And so there's a whole business behind what you do. Mm -hmm. But what about that part? Because you do some coaching as well for yeah. folks who are in the middle of trying to buy things. Yes. Yeah, right. so you're always managing the, the anxiety, right? So a lot of it is anxiety. But I'm, I'm fascinated by the uh, discovery of the inflammation component to the whole concept. Because to me, it could be revolutionary if... if somebody could figure out exactly what's causing the inflammation, eliminate it from their diet, and all of a sudden things go swimmingly for them. And, and they, then they just start doing better in their business because well, they feel healthy right. again. And then, right? they, and they have the, the, the business coaching to yeah. go along with it. Right. So have you guys got a business together yet? I mean, have you figured out how to combine these holistic coaching for yeah, business? the, the well, full, we, the we full just, Monty. Yeah, we just right. refer each other uh, quite often. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, as an example, just as recent as uh, a week or two ago, and, and, and clients over the last years that I've, that have had issues, and then I refer Makes them sense. on Silka, 
when uh, when I, we realize that that's actually a big part of the reason that they're not successful in their business is because they don't feel well. Right. Because yeah. they're doing something that's holding, they don't have the energy. Yeah. And it's amazing when you follow the Silka's recommendation on your diet, you have more energy, you feel better, right? Uh, everything works better when you're healthy yeah. and everything works worse when you're unhealthy. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and you know, I mean, this, attitude has so much mm, in business yeah. too, right? If you're feeling good and healthy mm, and right. optimistic and you know, you can be mm. a cheerleader for your team, mm. that that goes well, a long yeah. way. Well, you know, you, so you, you mentioned the word helpless several times. I mean, and that certainly is one of the things that we see in psychiatry. It's, mm. it's one of the questions we ask to try to, you know, assess if someone's depressed. Mm. Do you feel helpless, hopeless, mm. worthless? Mm. But what we find is the most difficult feeling for a patient to tolerate, for any human being to tolerate, is being powerless. Mm. Because a million years ago, if you were powerless, you were about to be lunch. Mm. I mean, you really, you know, I mean, being helpless makes you want to freeze. When freeze in, in animals, you know, the danger is too great that you can't run away from it and you can't fight it. The next best solution and strategy is to try to become invisible and hope the danger passes oh. so we freeze. Mm. But being powerless means you've been discovered mm. and you're about to you're about to die. Mm. So a lot of people will make things up to p avoid feeling powerless. I should have, and that's where the should have's come mm. in. If only I had done that. Right. Mm. Should have done this. So do you find, both of you, that, that there's sort of... Um, a commonality uh, is helplessness. I know in, in, in your world, Silky, what about in the business world? Do people feel helpless? Yeah, they get stuck. They don't know how to get to the next level. So they have maybe an idea that this business should be better. They maybe are witnessing their competition be stronger. They're seeing what other people are doing, and they just don't know how to get to the next level. Although they probably know plenty about their particular industry, but they're missing something. Mm. And so we help them figure out how to get unstuck. So what are the things you should be, w you need to be working on, focused on, that are gonna take you up to that next level. And sometimes they're right in front of them, but they don't know how to get started or they don't know how to prioritize them. And the other thing that you had mentioned mm. was emotional intelligence. Yes. Do you wanna just say, cause you probably mm. manage emotional intelligence as well in, in, mm. in, in your field, Silky. Yeah. So do you wanna just explain to folks, cause mm. the phrase has been around mm. for a long yeah. time. What is emotional mm. intelligence? Yeah, so it's really the most important element to our success in life is our level of emotional intelligence. It's how we see ourselves, how other people see us, how are we aware of who we are and what our reaction is on others. And so many people are unaware that every time they say something, people shut down and they don't know why that is. And it's because of their approach to other people. Mm -hmm. They're not listening to them. They're not understanding where. So what do you need? What do we need to have a good conversation? What, what do I, I know mm -hmm. you're, I need to be looking at the cues and some people are completely clueless. And so I use a lot of diagnostic tools in my practice and, and we talk about it quite a lot uh, to uh, help people become more self-aware of their individual and also social awareness of how they're how they're coming across in a group and because if if you want to get 
ahead in life, you need other people to be on your side, on your team, whether it's in the business as the manager and your employees or whether it's just in general uh, in, in society. You want other people with you. And so many people uh, ha that, that have a very low emotional intelligence push people away without right. even realizing right. it most of the time. Right. And, and this, you know, there's another way of looking at this theory of mind, which mm. we were talking about this morning with my, my drug-free theater team. We were trying mm. to find another way of describing it. My theory of mind, the ability to appreciate somebody else's thoughts and feelings, which mm. is empathy. But what we really mm. want to know is what are you thinking about me? Mm. And, and we were trying to find a way, a word or two, to describe it. And honestly, I'm not sure emotional intelligence even does that yet, because mm. emotional intelligence is still a, a quite a bit about how am I influencing you? Mm -hmm. Would you say, I mean, there's more to mm. it, perhaps. Yeah. But here's a challenge. What is a phrase that we can find to say, how how do you feel about me mm. right what you know because it is there isn't a single word that That's i can think of mm. that captures this fundamental part of who mm. we are mm. do you see me as valuable how do you see me you know, it's not compassion, because that's about somebody else. Right. Mm. It's not empathy, that's about someone else. It's not mm. sympathy, that's about someone else. But what's the word that mm. says, what do you think about me? Because mm. that's what drives us. Mm. That's really what drives us. It's what's driving the folks with you, Silky, you, Bernie. That's mm. what it is. They're worrying on some level, am I being seen as valuable to mm. someone else? Mm. Do you see me as valuable? Because as soon as we begin to feel less valued, we're going to have an inflammatory response. Mm -hmm. Our stress mm -hmm. is going to go up. Mm -hmm. Our cortisol levels go mm -hmm. up, right? Which means a whole cascade of, of physiological things happen. As soon as your cortisol levels go up, you are beginning an inflammatory response, just mm -hmm. in case you get bitten by mm -hmm. a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> right. Yep. So this is really a challenge for, for, mm. for, for everyone in the audience. Think about this. But then on the flip side. On right, the flip side. If you're feeling valued. When you're feeling, feeling good. Feel that's right. It's the IC domain. It's right? the IC domain. Mm. That's mm. right. How do I see myself? How do mm. I think other people see me? It so is. So what's the word? The one word. Can start thinking about it. Maybe, maybe mm. readers and listeners can start yeah, thinking about comment it. Comment on Facebook so, if you uh, so think of it. We, we run out of time so quickly mm. on this. It is not because you are not valuable. It is because you are so valuable, <laughs> so valuable. that we could just keep talking forever. Yeah. How do we get in touch with Bernie? Bernie, how do we get in touch with you? Well, my, uh, uh, on my website, it's the, uh, the professionalbusinesscoaches.com. The? Theprofessionalbusinesscoaches.com. Okay. Or bernieheine.com also leads you right to my website. Great. That's even easier. That's great. Thank you so much for both coming in tonight. Really, really enjoy this. And awesome. you're welcome back because I think there's a lot more to talk about. I do too. Thank All you right. very much. Thank Thanks, you guys. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice for a new episode each week and share this with everyone and anyone. If you have any questions or comments or have an idea for another guest, feel free to shoot me an email at mstyles at styles-law.com. That's M-S-T-I-L-E-S at styles-law.com. And if you are a real estate professional, be sure to check us out on our private exclusive Facebook page, The Real Estate School at 892, for content and Massachusetts continuing education opportunities. Be well, folks.
Today's episode is sponsored by Secure Title. Secure Title helps Massachusetts real estate attorneys, real estate agents, loan professionals, buyers, and sellers with all of their title, settlement, and escrow needs. Secure Title, S E C U R I T I T L E.com, where security and title come together. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Please seek legal, financial, or tax advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.